welcome to Coffee with Craft. Hey, welcome back to the Coffee with Craft podcast. I'm your host, Craft, and today I'm joined with a guy who I've known since 2013. I've known you since 2013. That's, Can you believe that? That's actually pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, it's would, 2020 now. I would swore that it was way shorter than that. <laughs> Uh, but this guy, he's a friend of mine. His name is Zach Hibbard. Zach, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Craft? I am doing so well. So I call you Hibby because that's, that's totally your nickname fine. and that's what everyone else calls you. So if you hear, hear me call Zach Hibby during this time, uh, that's why because yeah, that's it, what everyone calls you. Here, here's how that nickname like works. Yeah. Is the people who know me like well call me Hibby. And it's really weird because, like, around here in these quarters, I'm known as Zach or Pastor Zach. Mm-hmm. And, like, you'll get, like, that student who, like, gets that point, but they're like, can I call him? <laughs> and I Am never, I I never <laughs> turn it down. Right. Like, yeah. But, yeah. That's super funny. Uh, so you kind of talked about already you're a pastor and you, you're a student pastor, which is awesome. And uh, But for those who don't know you, Hibby, uh, you know, who haven't known you since 2013 like I have, who are you? What do you do? What's what's life about for you? Yeah, so uh, life is about the pure chaoticness that is my life, basically. <laughs> I'm a student, uh, student pastor in Liberty Township, Ohio, from Indianapolis originally. Mm. Uh, we're sitting in my office currently. You can't look around to see what my life is, basically. It is uh, movies, it is pop culture, it is uh, everything racing. As I said, I'm from Indianapolis and you can't live close to a, a famous track and not, you know, yeah. get, the, get, you know get the interest. Uh, and then and football is my life. But really when it boils down to, I'm doing student ministry, uh, married, got a wonderful wife of, um, I'm going to say five going on six years. I hope I get that right. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, that might be short-lived now. But... Uh, we have a daughter. She's uh, just turned two, and that is a whole just crazy amount of fun. Yeah. Uh, as we look to race her, so that's awesome. You love parenthood. I do. Yeah. Uh, at times. At times. Uh, yes, we are entering into like what some people call it—the terrible twos. Some right. people call it the uh, terrific twos. I'm just going to go ahead and call it the toddler twos mm-hmm. um, because she. Is starting to throw like tantrums. She's starting to get frustrated more easily. Mm. And for me, I just don't handle that, right? Like she like lays on the ground and starts screaming. I just walk over, go to the kitchen. You know? <laughs> I'm like, when you're done, you can come find me, you know, or whatever. Uh, but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. That's awesome, dude. That's really, really cool. Um, so, Zach, you're a longtime listener of the podcast. You've yeah. been listening from day uh, one. So from, yeah, I think it was like day two. Uh, the, the funny thing was, and the listeners who know this, the first time I ever heard Coffee with Craft, I was actually driving to meet other youth pastors at a coffee shop. And when I showed up, uh, it, was a, it was a group of us. We call ourselves a gathering um, that's tied in with the National Network of Youth Ministries. And they had these papers on these windows uh, and it was like, what was the last book you read? What was the last like, podcast you listened to? And like, what was like, you know, it was all this kind of stuff. And so I wrote Coffee with Craft. And I remember somebody telling me, what is Coffee with Craft? Because <laughs> it's been amongst all these like great youth ministry podcasts. You got like that. stuff you can use on there, yeah, youth ministry hacks, yeah, all that down, stuff. Download youth ministry. Like, and then Coffee with Craft, craft. which has nothing to do with student ministry. <laughs> Not at all. They're like, what is Coffee with Craft? And it's because I was, I believe I was listening to the episode with Roger Bishop as I was driving. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
That was a fun episode. Yeah, Man, it really was. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and so I just I love that because I still get texts from people who have that photo on that phone who are at that meeting and go, "Hey, your podcast was like mentioned at this meeting," and I go, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> it's wow. not like I don't know the guy who did that. Right, but, but yeah, I see where you're leading here because I, I was actually listening to the podcast recently. I do uh, drive to Indianapolis um, to meet up with my dad for something. So I was like, well, I'm on the road. I got nothing else to do. Uh, you know, I can listen to Sirius XM, like their 500 channels, or I can listen to Coffee with Craft. Um, so let's check out the Coffee with Craft. It was their New Year's Day episode. Yeah. Which, uh, like for the listeners, they really need to go back and listen to it because I thought it was great. But did you really have to quote an all-time low song? Like I had to, okay? <laughs> like, so people who don't know this about me is that I am anything and everything that Vans Warp Tour was about. Yes. Like back in the day, when that was still a thing, because yes. it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Um, so All Time Low, The Summer Set, uh, any other angsty pop punk band that yeah. sounds like it was made for a middle so, school girl, so, I'm about. So let me, I'm a big storyteller, so I apologize to the podcast listeners. But like, let me tell you just a couple things about Vans Warp Tour and me. Okay, I went to Vans Warp Tour in 2007, I believe that Oh, was. wow. Okay, a friend of mine called me up, said, hey... My friend dropped out. I need an extra person to go. Will you go? And you have known me since 2013. My style has not changed since like 2005. Nope. <laughs> uh, I still dress the same. I still listen to like the same music. That's how I roll. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So here's just a couple of highlights from Vans Warped Tour that you need to know. One, uh, there was a headlining act that day that all of my friends were stoked for. That I said, there's no way because this person has one hit on the radio, and they're never going to be successful. And that person ended up being Katy Perry. So, <laughs> so good for me. The second thing was uh, was I crowd surfed uh, at Angels and Airwaves. Nice. Yes, and and I was toward the back of the audience. Somebody was like, "Hey, let's hoist him up." They hoisted me up. Like, to, and I'm heading towards the stage. I get about five feet away from like the barrier, and then I get dropped oh. and I fall on what was like my brother's best friend at the time. <laughs> and he was just like, completely like, like he was the one who dropped me of yeah. all of the people in the crowd. And then the third one is, uh, I'm not into pop punk. That's why I'm going to make fun of all-time low. See, and you're just wrong, and that's okay. It's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> you can be wrong, too. Uh, when it came to punk, like, when it was, like, pop, like, punk goes pop. Punk yeah. Goes, like, I don't listen to any of the pop punk bands. I go to, like, the punk metalcore bands. Okay. So, like, at Vans Warped Tour, I saw Devil Wears Prada, and that was the second time mm -hmm. that I actually crowd surfed. Uh, and then I got dropped into a mosh pit. So they oh my gosh. did not know <laughs> what was going on. Between yeah, crowd yeah. surfing and fighting each other, yes, like, but I just laugh. I, I just laugh because my brother loved All Time Low, and I was just like, "That's not a name that I've thought of since probably 2007." They so. still release songs. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I found that out the other week. Their new stuff is garbage uh, yeah. in comparison to their old you're, stuff. You're in the pop and champagne days, or oh, whatever. dude, pop and champagnes. That whole album, <laughs> like, just so great. Yeah. Um, Mayday Parade, another one of my favorite bands. I, I will say I do have a soft spot for Mayday Parade. A Lesson in Romantics is probably the best pop punk album ever released. I'm just going to say sure. 
Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. This is totally off topic, and I'm sorry, but no, it's all good. Uh, what is your opinion? Because I have very strong opinions about the band Reliant K. Like, what is your opinion on Reliant? K? I love Reliant K. Okay. I think they're awesome. Their Christmas album is iconic. Uh, I have a dude who I know who's in a band. Uh, who's from Piqua where I went to high school and he's like one of the most people who I know is like doesn't believe in Jesus like he was never about Jesus in high school not about Jesus now but he was doing like this thing on Instagram where he was talking about uh, his favorite albums like of all time and one of his favorite albums is the Reliant K Mm album and I was like yes this dude gets it yeah so I'm sorry to believe that way and and (laughs) somehow any of those who's Reliant K fans I just want you to know this it's not that I don't understand why people like them. You just alienated a whole audience. That's totally fine. <laughs> uh, I've just never gotten on it. However, I do make three exceptions for Lion K. One is the, the Christmas album is good. I will say that. And it has, the, it has probably my favorite title of any Christmas album ever, Let It Snow, Let It Rain, Dear. Like, yeah. I just love that, that title. It's wonderful. And then two, uh, Sadie Hawkins is a great song. Phenomenal. And three, Deathbed. If you haven't cried to it at least once, then you haven't really listened to like music. But right. But yeah, like. It, but outside of that, no. I saw them in concert. They're a fun concert, but I've, I've never understood the hype. There's a lot of sad Reliant K songs out there. Really. There, there are a few that you just cry to, and I remember. Uh, I was in college. This has nothing to do with the conversation, but we're here on pop punk songs, so we're going to talk yes. about it. I was super depressed in 2014 and 2015, mm-hmm. and I remember there was one night, like I was in my room, and I just needed a good cry, and so I darkened the whole room because my roommate was gone, yeah. and I put on like all the sad pop punk songs on my playlist, and I just yes. laid in my bed, my little twin size curled up, crying in a ball. <laughs> yeah, see, and I was a guy if like, I needed to cry, like, I was like... No, you're going to turn on some, like, heavy metal music. You're going to turn on something that just is, like, loud, angsty, and screaming (laughs) so you don't cry. And that led to all kinds of problems later in life. But, (laughs) uh, you know, or I'm just, like, turning on, you know, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Oh, my gosh. And, like, rubbing, like, windows while, like, it's raining outside or something. Man, Uh, that's funny. (laughs) Good stuff. Well, Zach, I wanted to have you on the show today because you are somebody who I believe embodies the word perseverance. Uh, and you've had kind of a crazy story this past year. And I was wondering if you could share where you've been in 2019 and what that meant for you. So uh, to start my 2019, we have to go back to 2018 uh, because you're hearing, you're hearing me on audio, but you're not looking at me physically. Um, and so in 2018, uh, I weighed 336 pounds. Um, and I was just at a point where I wasn't happy with myself. Mm. I wasn't happy not only where I was physically, but also just where I was developmentally mm. as a leader, as a youth pastor. Um, I was just kind of upset with how life was in that moment. Um, and I recognized, like, my life was pretty good. I had a roof over my head, fruitful food, you know, like wonderful wife who loved me and a wonderful daughter who, you know, makes things super, you know, fun. But I just wasn't happy with myself. Mm -hmm. And so um, on Christmas Eve of 2018, uh, I got incredibly sick. Um, You worked in ministry. You understand that Christmas Eve is like one of two days of the year that we actually work. Uh, (laughs) And so, like, the fact that I had to, like, call in sick 
was 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 bad news. I was mm. incredibly sick, and uh, it lasted almost all the way into the new year. Don't know what happened, but I realized that during that time I had lost thirteen pounds in a week, and I was like, okay, if I can lose thirteen pounds in a week, then like if I just keep this going, you know, and stay sick, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> just have the flu perpetually. <laughs> exactly. For, for a per, like long period of time, let's go for it. So, uh, I was like, I, I think I can do this. So I made a couple of changes starting January one, mm. um, which was incredibly interesting. One was I was going to watch like what I ate and I was going to try to lose weight and, and, get more physically healthy. Uh, the second one was, is I was going to actively read more mm. um, and try to grow myself developmentally. Um, and then three was, I was going to pour like just my soul and my heart out into like students and, and really try to figure out things um, where our student ministry was. And it was interesting because the start of that really was just the start of any new year's resolution mm. um but by the time we're recording this it's still the beginning of the year and yeah we're not even 10 days in yet yeah not even 10 days and how many people set goals or set resolutions um it immediately stopped now yeah. here we are you know over a year later from that i was 336 pounds christmas eve of 2018, um, January 9th, which is when we're recording this, 2020, um, mm -hmm. I'm 232 pounds. So I've lost 104. That's insane to me. Yeah. Um, and it really boiled down to just not giving up. Mm. Um, people ask me all the time, Zach, how did you do it? How'd you, how did you lose the weight? And I, I, I've come to a couple of things that I've been telling people. Because I'm not a dietitian, I'm not a nutritionist. In right. fact, in fact, uh, there was an actual medical doctor who heard about what I was doing and became concerned <laughs> that I was not doing things correctly. So I'm not going to give you specific tips right. in regards to that kind of stuff because I'm not qualified to do that. Um, but I can tell you a couple things. One, whatever goal you set to achieve is not going to be accomplished if you give up on it within like a couple of days. You yeah. know what I mean? Or even a couple of weeks. Uh, I can say there were two big moments where I realized, holy cow, this thing is working. Mm. Um, one was when I went to our summer camp in June. Yeah. So mind you, January is when I started this thing. I chugged along. I was seeing the numbers drop on the scale. Yeah. Because uh, I did go out and I did buy a scale, still use the same scale. Mm. Um, every Monday is my check it. So I get through Sunday, I get through church, I get through all that. Um, and then Monday morning, I always weigh myself and that's when I track it. I got a tracking app to be able to do that. So I saw the numbers going down. Right. Um, but when people say they lose weight and they look in a mirror and they don't see a difference, mm -hmm. it's a hundred percent true. Like you just don't. And when I was at camp, um, that week, um, there was a guy who was like, Hey, let's play ultimate Frisbee and being a youth pastor, I know how to play ultimate Frisbee. Um, I went to college. <laughs> So I was like, all right, let's go out there. And I realized about halfway through the game, I can run again. Not only can I run again, I can jump again. Not only can I jump again, but I can do this for a while. I can sprint. I can keep up with people because mm. as I lost weight, I got more energy, right? Mm. 
uh, and it's like, oh my, oh my goodness, like this is weird because people like ask, do you, do you feel better? And I would always be like, sure. What does that even mean? Like I don't even know. <laughs> and uh, and it was like, oh my gosh, I can do this stuff. Yeah. So that was like the first marker where I was like, holy cow. That's right? crazy, yeah. Crazy. Um, the second thing is, is I realized like after pictures from that week, because mind you, I've worn the same clothes since high school, <clears throat> all these clothes like started to look extremely baggy. And I was like, mm. okay, I'm, I'm thinking they, I don't have clothes that fit. So that was weird because um, I looked myself in the mirror and I'm like, I don't look different. I keep going, keep striving. I'm keeping this diet going. And... Uh, we got photos um, like in early October, mm-hmm. and my wife and I got family photo. Like it's it's on my desk right here, and I looked at that photo and I went, "Holy cow, I've lost weight." Yeah, yeah. About ten months later. Wow. Right. Um, and if and 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 I think when people start something, when they start a goal, mm-hmm. they want to see instant success or they instantly want to see it happen. Right. And I just don't see that as feasible. And the biggest thing is, is you have to mind over matter it and yeah. be like, no, if I'm going to pursue this, like I realize that I'm going to be in this for the long haul. Right. Um, you know, the best authors never sat down and wrote a book overnight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best musicians, you know, like all time low, like they never, they never like, they didn't go in the studio and then like, two days later come out with like the greatest album of all time. Right. right? It always, it took, it was a process, you know, and there, there might be some people who comment on this podcast and be like, well, what about this person? Congratulations. You proved me wrong, but there's always an exception to the rule. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, ACDC's back in black was recorded in eight days. Like, you know what I mean? But they were in the Bahamas, so they were easily inspired. Um, but for the, mo- for the majority of us, that's not what's going to happen, right? We're not going to... You have to find a mind over matter. Right. Um, and when it comes to perseverance, mm. it's a matter of remembering your goal, remembering why you wanted to do it, and then finding encouragement along the way. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like, you know, I didn't... There were times where I didn't feel supported. There were times where I felt like I was walking this thing alone. Mm. And when you realize that's not true and the amount of people who will ultimately celebrate like whatever you're trying to achieve, but it really, when it comes down to the day, at the end of the day, you have to be the one to make that decision. You have to be the one to make that choice. If that makes any sense at all. Oh, it makes, it makes total sense. Uh, there's a stat at something like 80% of new year's resolutions fail. And as I have been, Genuinely walking down, I think, since 2018, this path of like what it means to set proper and good goals. Um, I've noticed along the way that like 10 days in, everyone stops going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like tomorrow's the day that everyone stops. Yeah. Um, and that, that blows my mind because what happens is, right, like life happens, hard moments come. Um, and I'm sure you had those moments that were difficult, right? Oh, 100%. And so how did you push through in the difficult moment? Like that's what I'm super fascinated so, by. So a couple of difficult moments were like with, with any goal you're going to see, you're going to like go through those moments where you get a little bit lazy on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like, you know, a couple of times where weight just wasn't coming off. 
Mm. And uh, my body had just hit a wall. Like, listen, like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but it's just not working. Um, and so I just, I just was like, okay, you've committed to this. What do you need to do? Mm. And I adjusted myself in order to make sure that I accomplished the goal. And it, it basically came down to self-will. Mm. Um, now, I, you know, I'm going to give, like, as a youth pastor, I'm going to give God the credit for, Absolutely. for the strength and the patience and the endurance and all of this. Um, and I'm going to, and I want to give a shout out to everybody who supported me in this, uh, you know, my wife, family, and things like that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, when people are asking, why in the world are you only eating half of that meal? You know? Right. And like, or, hey, maybe you should eat this. Or, like, hey, why, why, you know, like here, have this, you know, ice cream or have this or whatever. Or you're hanging out with teenagers who, you know, their, their stomachs are black holes. Right. And their metabolisms are non-existent. They can eat a whole pizza and be fine. Exactly. <laughs> I, have a, I have a student who, like, one time in a lock-in, it, like, two large pizzas like within like the night and i'm just like i'm like dude if i eat like two pieces of pizza now i know that i'm i'm like now completely off my game yeah so those hard moments came but i was like it it, it really came down to i if i'm going to achieve this if i'm mm-hmm. going to accomplish this then i need to continue to push forward man yeah that's, that's so good um and the thing I'm learning, right, like just with goals that I personally set and the thing that I do as well, uh, is that it's so important to tell the story around the goal as well. Um, not like a, hey, look at me kind of a thing. Because I think that's where like when people hear tell the story in a 2020 context, right, they hear, man, you want to brag on social media. And that's not what I'm advocating for, right? No, not like, at all. Like I think the the point of telling the story uh, comes from this idea of like we need people to rally with us, right? Like Absolutely. community is a huge part in reaching a goal, right? Like so, there's that spiritual faith aspect to it that we believe like God has to be central, and our goals have to be centered around His kingdom and His will for our lives. Because Jesus says He comes to give us life abundantly, right? Um, which this isn't a theology podcast, so we're no, not going to get into what not, that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he says that, but also uh, he says to live in context of community. And so um, as you've been processing through this, I was curious for you, like, when did it become easy to, like, really kind of start sharing the story with people uh, in different contexts? So the, the story, you know, this, I would say this is the, the longest I've ever talked about it. Right. Because people come up to you and they make just they ask side things and and. I remember, I think it was right around the time that I had lost like 75, 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like I was somewhere in that window that uh, it was like towards the end of summer. Yeah. And uh, you understand this uh, probably just as well as anybody who works in church. A lot of families who decided to take summer break off uh, from church were starting to come back. And they were just like, I, I felt bombarded. Like people were just like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Like, holy cow, the last time I saw you, you were this, now you're this, like what right. happened? Um, and as I began to, to share, and this is, this is a me thing, I, yeah. I don't like to talk a lot about like myself. Like I like to share stories and right. silly things and, and I love to crack jokes. Um, I, I, like that's one of my favorite things to do in the world. Um, but like at the end of the day, I don't want people to celebrate who I am or the things that I do and accomplish because I'm weird. So, uh, 
so eventually it was like these people aren't some people are asking because they just want to know the secret yeah right they just want to know okay he lost weight so how am i going to lose weight mm. and it, and, it, and it, you can tell that it's all about them there's always those people always those people there are some people who i i've talked to who genuinely ask me because they they have a genuine heart to figure something out about their own life mm. and as as you sift through like those interactions yeah. and you start talking about it more, you become comfortable with it. And, and something that surprised me through all of this is when you're, it's not like I asked for people's support coming in and there were a couple times where I posted on social media and kind of self bragged, but it was when I hit milestones. Right. When it, like I set a goal to be under 300 by the Indianapolis 500. I go every year. Uh, and so I was like, all right, I want to go from 336 to 300 in five months. Mm. Okay. Um, by the time I got to the Indy 500, I was like 275. Oh, wow. I, like, I That's just, so crazy. Yeah. I When I said I had weight to lose, I mean, I just shed it. Now, after that weekend of eating, you know, like... Food trucks and everything like that. Yeah, I was probably back up to three fifteen, but uh, <laughs> you know. But at the same time, like that was my goal, so I mm. shared it, right? And then when yeah. I actually hit my actual goal of a hundred pounds, um, you know, I shared it, right? But through those times of not sharing, mm. people were coming up to me and just commenting, like, "Dude, like, you, man, you look great! Like, oh my gosh, like, what's going?" On? And it was those comments that didn't, like, yeah, they feed your ego a little bit, but, like, they, they weren't pushing my ego forward and keeping me inspired or motivated. Mm-hmm. But they definitely showed, like, you know what? People are actually seeing this. They actually care. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter, like, what they, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, I'm so thankful for that encouragement, mm-hmm. but it's not what fueled it. Yeah. But as you as you encounter that encouragement, that allows you to share your successes. Absolutely. Dude, for sure. Uh, You brought up summer, like being one of those moments for you where like people like noticed and like I knew because we had met up in, I think it was February Mm -hmm. um, in 2019 and we got like raising canes or something like that. And we met up for lunch and you were just starting the process and we had had like a really quick conversation about it then. And you would look a little like you had lost a little weight and I was like, oh, this is like good for him. Like he's, he'll get somewhere. And then we met up in August and I saw you and I was like, is that Zach? Yeah. Ironically, (laughs) if I'm correct, at another chicken joint. We were at B-dubs that time. Yeah. Yeah, we just went from cane sauce, which is right next to Chick-fil-A is the greatest sauce of all time to just like, no, like, let's just go do wings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You could argue wings are good for you, I guess. Probably not. But (laughs) uh, I remember like that moment for me when I saw that, I was like, man, he, he's doing it. He's accomplishing what he set out to. And I think for me, your story is such a reminder. And the reason I wanted to share it today uh, such a reminder that what can happen when you actually persevere. Because uh, I know last week I kind of really like hit on this point of like, hey man, it can be your year this year mm-hmm. if you go after it. But you have to go after it. Absolutely. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll say this to kind of just close out my thoughts on this is you're never going to accomplish something that you're like just going to be willing to quit mm-hmm. once adversity hits. Because it is. Right. Uh, it's just going to. I remember when somebody really close to me and, and like it, it just really affected me. Said, can't we have fat Zach back? And I mean, this is like a person who's really close to yeah. me. Yeah. 
And now I didn't take it personally because they were clearly joking. Right. But it hit me super hard. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, man, like, you know, that's, that's the perception. Like that's what's going on right now. Mm. And how many people would quit off of something like that? Uh, you know, or quit their, their ideas like, Oh, yeah. well, you can't accomplish that. You can't push that. And, and I'll tell you what, I believe that people can set out and accomplish anything that they put their mind to. You just have to want to be extremely realistic about it. Right. <laughs> How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, but who eats elephant? Uh, and, <laughs> and really like, remember that it's not always going to be easy. In yeah. fact, it's going to be incredibly tough, but when you get through those points, when you push through those things, you know, uh, you, you, you can, you can do it. Um, you know, I recently celebrated a milestone because this year it's not about losing weight. It's about becoming more physically healthy. Mm. Um, so with my wife's support, uh, I signed up to do a half marathon in the month of May. That's crazy. And, That's awesome. Yeah. So go from three thirty six and like, you know, I'm like out of breath watching TV <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to run this half marathon. Yeah. And I remember like, you know, I got a gym membership. So, uh, which by the way, in December, like it was so nice. I show up, nobody's there. It's wonderful. In January, like I show up and everybody's there. Give it like one more week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, oh man, like I need to find a treadmill. Uh oh, uh, you know. And and my and, and hear me out. My hope is that they all stay. But, yeah. But my realistic mind goes, no, you're gone. Uh, and I hope I'm not looking at people and saying, yeah, that guy's definitely gone. That but <laughs> person on treadmill A is totally out of here. Yeah. There's no. <laughs> there's no way that guy's gonna make it past you know January 10th. Um. But uh, I, I remember I like, got on the treadmill. I was like, all right, let's just see what happens. Mm. And I started to run, and I would walk, and I'd run and walk. Um, last week, I was able to run like just nonstop three miles. That's I'm like, crazy. okay, that's that is that's getting now. That's the first step towards a bigger goal of like, okay, hopefully I can you know go thirteen point one. That how long a half marathon is? That that's how long a half marathon is. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but it's okay. I've been I've been at camp. I've done mission strips. We can do this. Yeah. Um, but here's my encouragement to every listener out there is whatever, if, if there's that one thing in the back of your mind mm. and you're like, I want to accomplish this. I don't know. I don't know what it could be. It could be a uh, move and employment. Um, it could be a really risky thing. It could be a conversation that you want to have some, somebody, it might be weight loss. It might be, you know, redoing your finances, you know, it, it name all the new year's resolutions, right? Name, name the difficult task that's ahead of you. As long as you know that it's going to be difficult at times, but, but, and, and you go into it with a realistic mindset and realizing that I'm in this for the long haul, yeah. not just for, not just for the instant. I'm not looking for the instant results, but I'm in it for the long haul. Mm-hmm. You can accomplish whatever that goal is. Absolutely. I'm going to try to do. Man, that's so good. Well, Zach, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Super appreciate it. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm on uh, Facebook, the uh, the blockbuster of social media, uh, <laughs> for sure. Uh, it's where all the old people go. Uh, I'm on there. Um, I'm also on um, Twitter. Uh, my, my youth group has an Instagram, but I'm not personally. 
um, on Instagram, but uh, I'm at the River Church in Liberty Township, Ohio. Uh, you can look my information up there if you want to contact me, if you want to um, just like chat or whatever. I would love to just hear from you and, and be able to just, you know, give you a word of encouragement as you look to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Man, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Zach, for being on the show. Uh, and thank you, the listener, for always coming back and having a seat and listening to the Coffee with Craft podcast. Hey, I hope you have a great day and I will see you next time.